Hello and welcome to another edition of the Cognitive Bias Podcast. I'm your host, David Dolan Thomas, and today we're going to talk about the primacy effect. So uh, the primacy effect, this is going to be kind of like a two-parter, and in the first part we're going to talk about the primacy effect, which is how it's really easy for you to remember the things that are at the beginning of a list, uh, and the other half of that is called the recency or just recency, um, and uh, it is kind of how it's easier for you to remember the stuff that's at the end of the list. The point is the middle of the list is kind of screwed. You're not going to remember the stuff in the middle of the list if I give you a list of things to remember. Now, these two things together are something called the serial uh, position effect, and again, that's just a fancy way of saying where in a list a thing is, uh, and today, like I said, it's going to be about how uh, the stuff at the beginning of the list is kind of easier to remember. Um, and what happens is if I give you a list of things to remember and I start off and I say this and this and this, um, as soon as you hear the first item, like let's say it's uh, leopard, jaguar, coat hanger, water, um, Russian, um, soldier, um, and uh the beginning of the list, you hear that first one, which I think was Leopard. See, it's I can remember the first one. You hear the first one, and you start rehearsing, right? Oh, I'm going to have to say Leopard when he asks me later what was in the list. And then you hear the next one, Jaguar, and like, okay, Leopard, then Jaguar. And then you're still kind of processing all that rehearsing <laughs> so that the main thing you remember is Leopard, right? Um, we start off paying attention, then we kind of drift off. That's kind of how that works. And the fact that we're still processing the first like uh, uh, element in that list means we're not paying attention when it comes time to actually hear and process the rest of the list. Um, and this reminds me of advice I got from a friend of mine, Alex Hillman, which is like some of the best advice I've ever gotten. And he said, you, it's impossible to listen and react at the same time, which is kind of true, right? If someone starts talking to you and in your head, you start reacting to what they're saying and you're thinking, oh, I've got this great story that like matches exactly what they're talking about, or I'm really offended by what they're saying or whatever it is, as soon as you start reacting, you're no longer listening, but they're probably still talking, right? And it's the same thing with the list, right? You hear the first thing on the list, you start trying to remember it, and by the time you start that process, the second and third thing have already kind of gone by. Um, now, this has more to do with just uh, to do with the, uh, just uh, remembering stuff and how hard that can be. It also has to do with first impressions and how we like think of people. So there's this great experiment uh, Solomon Ash did in 1946, and he basically lists off these characteristics of a person. He says, I want you to think of someone... Um, his name is Steve, and let me tell you about Steve. Steve is envious, stubborn, critical, impulsive, industrious, and intelligent. That's what he tells one group. The other group, he says, I'm going to tell you about this guy, Steve. Steve is intelligent, industrious, impulsive, critical, stubborn, and envious. And what happens is the people who hear the uh, envious and stubborn part first, they don't like Steve. The people who hear the intelligent, industrious part first, they like Steve. He's a good guy, right? It's the exact same list of characteristics, but the first one you hear is the one that makes the biggest impression, and it kind of sticks with you. Um, so that whole notion of like, uh, first impressions matter. Like there's no second chance to make a first impression. It's a cliche, but it's really kind of true. It's how our brains work, which is kind of unfortunate because it's kind of a shallow approach to life. Um, and there's a little bit of uh, framing effect. If you want to kind of call back to season one, we talked about the framing effect and like sort of how something is initially framed influences your opinion. I mean, this is very much that, like this is along those same lines. Now, there's a lot of implications for this. So, for example, if you are a wordsmith, right, and you're writing an article, like, the things that you put at the beginning of the article are going to be remembered the most. So they better be the most important things. Or if you're, say, a web designer and you're building out a page, the things at the top of the page, no matter whether they are or are not actually
actually the most important things, they're going to be the things that people consider the most important. And in the talk I gave at uh, UX Copenhagen about uh, design for cognitive bias, I kind of talk about this and how Amazon deals with this. And I'm going to actually post that whole talk later so you'll see what I'm talking about there. But I made a terrible mistake. I called it recency they were fighting. It's actually the opposite. It's primacy they were fighting. It's it's this notion of what comes first. Recency is if stuff that comes at the end is something that you remember better or the last thing you saw. So I kind of screwed that up. My apologies. <laughs> it's primacy that uh, Amazon was fighting for the record. Um, but that is a, a design consideration you have to think about is whatever is sort of coming first in any kind of a list or series is going to be the thing that people consider the most important. Like it's just, it's instinctive. Um... So, uh, so going back to that notion of like how you're, if I ask you to remember a list of things, um, you're going to remember that first thing the most and, and how you're, what you're, you're rehearsing, right? All of those things that you have to remember as you hear them, there's kind of a, a neat trick that, uh, my, uh, music teacher back in high school actually taught me, um, to sort of use this to your advantage. And let's say you had to learn a piece of music um, and you sort of had to kind of memorize like the different parts. And what he would recommend is don't start memorizing at the beginning, start at the end. Like learn like the last little bit first, then learn the part before it and then continue on to the end. Then learn the part before that and continue on to the end. And what's happening is you're actually reinforcing the last part the most. You're kind of turning primacy on its head. And what happens is, the more you rehearse it, right, as you start playing that bit, you're actually weakest at the beginning, and as you play, you're just getting better and better and better because the part that you've rehearsed, you've rehearsed the rest of it more than you have um, the beginning of it. So you just start playing better and better as you go along. And I kind of used that trick too when I started like acting in, in, in high school or in, in plays in college. I would learn my lines in reverse order. So I'd learn like my last little bit first, then the, then the, the bit before that, then the bit before that. And it sort of gave me confidence because the more I would go into a particular monologue, the better I knew it. Like the, the, with each word of the sentence, I, my memory would get stronger, not weaker. So there's kind of like little tips and tricks you can use, like once you know how primacy works, to kind of reinforce the things that you're the worst at <laughs> by, by positioning like the order in which you learn them. Um, so hope that all helps. Um, that is all for the Cognitive Bias podcast this time. I'm your host, David Dylan Thomas, and we will see you next time.